Hey guys, welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids. The movies that maybe didn't give us pause as kids, but now we're going, huh, all right. That's why I'm sexually attracted to rape. <laughs> it looks great! Charlie, no. It's too soon. That was not, that's that not, rough. that's not the take here. That's not ah, the take on we'll this get into one. that, bitch. That is not the take on really? this one. And today is a special edition of 80s Babies After, After Dark. Dark. Those Q. are the movies. Yes, cue. Cue the smooth jazz. Ooh, these are you the know, movies. The 90s saxophone. I loved Obsessed with. Remember Michael? George Michael? Murderer! Uh, I never want to dance again. That saxophone, <laughs> there was never a better. <laughs> Okay. I can't remember the goddamn name of the song, Okay, but rest in peace, bitch. A solid sax solo in a pop song is just so 90s and so, like... And, the, and Lady Gaga did it. Remember that yeah. shit? She brought that shit back for an episode. Mm-hmm. So today on 80s Babies After Dark, we want to tell you what the fuck After Dark is. These are the movies that we snuck to watch when we were kids. We I did not sneak to watch this. Bitch, you had a horrible paradise on it, okay? Because, oh my God, <laughs> that rape scene, honey. This is, uh, so After Dark is movies that we maybe should not have watched as yeah. children, but we did but anyway. We did, and obsessed over. And we're talking like The Bodyguard. We're talking like Twister, I guess, would be under that But heading. today we're talking Untamed Heart. Untamed Heart. This is a movie that I loved. When I was a kid, I'm, we had it on VHS and we watched it. She has it now on DVD. It. I do. I'm telling you, I loved this movie. <laughs> How long has it been since you watched this movie? Uh, probably a solid like 20 years, maybe. Okay, thank God. It's like I bought it on DVD, but I don't think I actually watched it. Ah, oh, you just thought, oh, Kirsten Slater. Yeah, I maybe watched Your the. Hair. I maybe watched the beginning of it or something, but before the rape. Um. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's rough. That is the part that I remember that movie. But I also, I don't know if this has anything to do with why I loved it so much, but it was Mm -hmm. filmed in Minneapolis. There it is. So I also loved that because I like knew all, I knew a lot of those places. Yeah. I knew a lot of those places. I always felt excited when I saw Minnesota was like the subtext around the idea of the motion, but like I never knew downtown. I was such a fucking small town kid. Like the idea of me knowing like... You didn't even recognize, like, when they did shots of downtown? No. No, I didn't recognize buildings. Well, like, because the coffee shop I knew, because it was right next to my mom's bank. They show the building It was part of your life. Yeah, Yeah. so we went there. We parked in that parking lot where Christian Slater got stabbed. We parked there, (laughs) and I'd be like, Christian Slater Slater got stabbed here. (laughs) My mom would be like, okay. (laughs) And that bar that's on the first floor of that building is still open. My friend lives nearby. I've been there a few times as an adult. And every time I go there, I'm like, this is from Monday Bar. Christian Slater got stabbed right over there. (laughs) And my friends, much like my mom, were like, okay, Sam. That's great. That's great. It was fake. It was fake. And I used to get my hair done across the street from the coffee shop. The Veda Institute is right there. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt about uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Because that was filmed in my neighborhood. That's actually filmed in the country. Yeah. yeah. Well, my friend's farm was used for filming. So, like, I actually literally knew all those weird, dumb signs they put on that video because it was funny. Those are real signs. And that was my childhood. Yeah. They had a big fucking plastic cow and, like, passed that all the time away to my dad's. (laughs) It was great. Anyway. You know, my grandma turned down um, 
uh, studio wanted to film at one. She had this cabin. It wasn't like crazy outside of the city. It was just on the river and Mm -hmm. you couldn't like there wasn't a road directly to it. So it would just have been hard to get there. Um, But she turned down a studio and she told me this like way later. And it was a movie starring Josh Hartnett. I was like, Grandma, my life could be completely different. It's called Faculty. No. (laughs) It was called Here on Earth. I watched it a lot as a kid because, again, filmed in Minnesota starring Josh Hartnett. But it's it's one of those movies that um, is about a love triangle with Josh Hartnett, and the girl does not pick Josh Hartnett, which is like a really weird genre of film. He doesn't look like he showers. Yeah, he does. He literally looks like his taint smells. Have you not seen Pearl Harbor? The man Ugh. is dapper. Ugh. The only time I've ever been attracted Ugh. to him is nowadays when he's in that Penny Dreadful. Okay. And he's making out with that other dude. Okay. I'm here for that Um, journey. Just so you know, you are a guest in my house right now, and we do not disrespect Josh Hartnett I will here. disrespect him until the cow's <laughs> going home, because shower, your hair is oily, your fine. skin is rough. Anyway, he's we're moving past him. He's a beautiful man. He's probably a great person, probably better than I am. I'm just saying, my impression of that man, maybe he reminds me of somebody I know. Yeah. Possibly. Anyways, so uh, my feelings with this movie are wrapped up in that, I think, a little bit. I hope I, so. <clears throat> I mean, that was one of the reasons, because I, like, literally knew those places. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Like, I literally knew Marissa Tomei at a diner. It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. It rode super red, so don't get me fucking started on that bitch. Where's your Minnesota accent? Yeah, she had a Brooklyn accent. And, True. Like, and like, then Marissa Tomei, like, sometimes has a Minnesota accent. She was really good sometimes, and then it's like, fuck all. Who cares? And other times Have you read it was the script? like, huh? I on IMDb it says that and I don't know where they got this information. I want to read a whole like expose, like what went into the making of this movie. Um, but she wanted to have a driver that was from Minnesota so that she could like to help with her accent. And she fired two different drivers until she finally got one that was from Minnesota because neither the other one said they were, but were from somewhere else. How funny! But it's also crazy because. You, I don't know, a lot of people, I'm from the city, and I guess, You're so edgy. do I have an accent? I don't think so. It's more like, thick in the rural areas, for it sure. It is, yeah. yeah. And she is a girl that lives, like... A woman, respect. She lives, like, in Minneapolis. Like, right. Yeah. With so her parents, though, so... Yeah, how old is she supposed to be in this movie? I think I 21. figure out. I'm guessing 21-ish. Okay. Uh, young, old enough, though, to understand, understand stranger... Danger, Christian. Danger. She understood that. Did she? Are we getting into that? Okay, so this whole movie is it's horrible. Horrible. A girl that gets sexually assaulted and then falls in love with a dude. That she saves didn't her get life. sexually assaulted. Yes, Almost. she did. They tried to rape her. Tried, but they didn't. They didn't sexually molest. She got assaulted. She got assaulted. She was worried about her vag, which I respect. And I'm not saying that this is any lesson. She but was like, straight up assaulted. He assaulted. Ripped open her shirt. Yeah. She felt she was attacked. They assaulted mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Not I don't like. There. <laughs> <laughs> I love the it when they beat guy, her. <laughs> the one guy catches her, Stanley from yeah. Sex in the City. Yeah. Who would never? Who would? Do you know what though? I think this is his character's early development because that's when he learned he was gay. Because he was like, "What are we doing? I thought we were in love." And he's like, "Obviously, we're raping." And the reason he was so oblivious, like, "What are we doing?" It's because he literally didn't have that in his well, head. Well, that's the thing that was so weird. He he grabs Marissa Tomei, 
and is like has his hand over her mouth to like shut her up and then when the other guy like takes off her glove he's like wait what are you doing man it's like what do you think you're doing do you think you're like i don't how does he not know that he's about to help rape this woman? True. It's it's very strange. As somebody who's dabbled in raping, I would obviously no, I'm <laughs> That's not I just, funny. It's horrible. That is my non-laughter. It's horrible. But uh as somebody who dabbled in raping, you don't hold the mouth, okay? You just push their head into the dirt and they Charlie. can't. Charlie. Jesus. That's not <laughs> what we're debating no, here. No, I'm kidding. What we're debating it is, is It is scary and it's as, horrific. Look, as a kid horrific. I didn't like really understand this scene. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I knew it. Like those bad men that beat up the cigarette machine are also about to beat up Marissa Tomei. They have no respect for her machine, they have no respect for her body. That I understood. Uh-huh. <laughs> but watching it now as an adult, it is terrifying because it's like Harf, you yeah. walk in the middle alone. of nowhere, four yeah. in the morning and the park. Yeah, you she should have found a different route. Praise um, Allah for Lyft and Goober today. Right. It's it is scary and those like they're persistent. She did everything right that she's supposed mm-hmm. to do. Like she kept walking, she disengaged, like and it's just scary. At men, this are, part, men are dogs. She did everything she could do. Yeah, she did. And then once this dramatic horrific scene ends, that's when the writer should have asked for a female's perspective in writing this goddamn film. Right, because it's okay, so I think they do handle it well of showing that it's psychologically like ter- she got yeah, assaulted right, whether right. she she Attacked, didn't actually yeah. get raped or not she got assaulted mm-hmm. and sh- they knocked her out um, right bashed her head into the ground yeah fuck Which I'm, she's got a concussion but good for her for fucking fighting until she couldn't right let's say that but, shit um, and then Christian Slater comes to save her and. She does do, like the aftermath. Like she real, she wakes up on the porch <laughs> after sleeping. That was not safe. We're we're happy she's alive. She he laid her down on the fucking porch in Minnesota in the winter. In the winter, she would be dead. She would freeze. Although I will say, I think it's at the end of winter because it does rain no, a little bit. It's before. Oh yeah, Christmas. it's right it's before Christmas. Christmas. That's right. Yeah. No. And this she was did. the '90s before climate change, so it was, so it was cold fucking back then. cold. What year was, was this released? This came out in '93. Oh, okay. So it was Two more years till the blizzard. No, the blizzard was '91. Was it '91? That was '95. No. Ah, I remember trick or treating that shit, but I think we've already talked about it, so let's move on. Yeah. So. Um, let's. Yeah. We so, are skipping the very after, beginning of this goddamn film. But then after um, that happens to her, she takes days off work, and she's not doing well with it. Which I think the movie does handle that part well of like her dealing. Deal, not dealing coping, with it. Coping really, with it. But yeah. Like, sh- they show her shopping in downtown, mm-hmm. which was very nostalgic for me. I used to go shopping downtown. <laughs> After and you used- were assaulted, I used to go there all the time. I'm no, sorry, Charlie. it's not funny. I was a child. We would go Christmas shopping downtown before Mall of America was built. Oh, weird. Um, downtown was where we would go Christmas shopping. And it was Nicollet all the Mall. light. Yeah, yes. Mall, all the lights. It was so like, pretty the, the way it center. glowed off the snow. It was so... Mm-hmm. And you could, like, um, they walk have the skyways. Yeah. No, we didn't walk in the streets. We walk in the skyways from building to building because there's, like, different malls down mm-hmm. there. But then after Mall of America came up, like... It all closed down. Yeah, basically. They tried to do Blocky, but that shit got... Gross Black, well, that was years later, but yeah, Blackie did not fare well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so they showed a little bit in Mighty Ducks too. But this was like heyday of Christmas shopping mm-hmm. downtown, and it 
it brought it it brought it all back but anyways so then she's walking around like upset so what we're is ignoring one major key factor that tells us a little bit about this crazy bitch right but we're still talking about this we'll get back to it okay <clears throat> bye so she's dealing with all this stuff and she's having a hard time with it and christian slater who knows what happened the and only person really that knows shirtless. what happened decides to that take it me. upon himself to grab her hand yeah. in a crowded area when she's freaked out. She doesn't want anybody touching her. And he grabs her hand and she's like not into it. It's very weird. That part is weird. That's when I agree with you that a woman, a woman should have come in with a perspective. That's the part? Of like, no, but that's the start of it. Oh, where okay. It's I understand. Like, yeah, yeah. Like this whole movie is about her falling in love with the man that saved her life. Mm-hmm. But... In reality, it's very. It just gets Stockholm icky. Syndrome. It gets icky. It gets real <laughs> icky, like real icky. Okay, so first, before we paint this picture of a woman who needs help, because absolutely she is, let's go back to the first breakup of the film, shall we? Because the, oh my god, Nina's Cafe, yes, that was so Tom's good. Diner. Both Sam and I had a moment. Tom's Diner. Mm-hmm. Both the Sam and I had a moment of just singing along with the goddamn thing. It's just so such a classic '90s song, and it just—it's so me good better, too. It's you know? still to this day. It's I a feels. bop, you know. She figures out that the man doesn't want to see her anymore in the truck because he won't drive on, and then she literally the man with the snowplow on his the truck. hot man with the snowplow, dude. He doing, could plow the doing shit doing the out Lord's of work in Minneapolis. There, truly, though. oh my god. <laughs> My man lives out in the middle of nowhere, and there's this one dude, and they all pitched in to get him one of those fucking things for the front of his truck. Otherwise, we'd be stuck back there for like two days till the plow came out. It was ridiculous. But uh, she starts having this weird emotion. Like, I get it's rough to be broken up with. Obviously, they haven't been dating that long because mm-hmm. of the list of men that Rosie Perez uh, rattles off later and calls a bitch out with receipts. That is a great scene, though. That scene where they're smoking cigarettes and the camera's just doing a 360 around them. Yeah. Just going through Shoot all the of the and... failed relationships she's had. Um, she's, like, biting her tongue. Early 90s acting for women was a lot of pouty lips, making sure each one of those moments was like a discovery in a young girl's head. You know what I mean? And when she when she figured out what he was doing, she like put her mouth, uh, her thumb up to her thing. She had these weird moaning moments. I was super uncomfortable. And then, but like what? And all he said was like, I just, I never meant to hurt you, which was a really good thing to say. He literally didn't do anything horrific to this woman. He just was found out that it wasn't for him. And he was trying to be honest with her before the date, respect. True. Before the day. True. Respectfully, he broke up with her before. Like, he he took her out. Though it did suck. They were going to go to a hockey game, and she was excited about it. I would be kind of pissed, too. Take the fucking tickets and go to a hockey game. You don't need a man to enjoy yourself. True. I've been there before, though. I got broken up with by a dude right before we had tickets to a game, and I was like, Did you lie to your friends about what he said? Did you lie to your friends about what he said? Oh, no. I told everybody the full story. Okay. Well, <laughs> homegirl uh, claims that he said... Oh, what did he say? Uh, oh, my God. He said we should see other people. He literally didn't say that. He literally didn't say that. He said, I'll call you because he wanted to make sure that she was okay. Yeah, obviously he said, it's she not like you, cutter. it's me. But, like... It's, we're not working. That was a decent breakup. She did. By the one I do. She was upset. We don't know how long they had been dating or but it what had been, been going long. on. No, it couldn't have been that long. And she then said, she... what did I do? That was so wrong. 
Oh, that was sad though, because who doesn't want that answered? And honestly, it doesn't. It's none of your fucking business. It just means you're not. I feel like what she did wrong and what we're led to believe is she just so desperately wants a boyfriend. Mm Hmm. That. That. No, I hear you. I think the desperation is. I know, but. Ooh. Not you, bitch. Okay. okay. Goddamn, what? not you, bitch. I'm like, I'm not that thirsty. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> Is it me? I don't even know. But they do explain it away later. They literally write into this. They make a point of writing into the script that the girl has daddy issues. And it's like, oh, mm, don't need it. I didn't it. remember that. Remember when she's that. cutting Christian Slater's hair and talking about her dad and and we know already all these failed relationships that she's had and that her mm-hmm. family always says at Christmas, where's your boyfriend? And now she's telling Christian Slater the story of like, my dad left me. He's the first man mm-hmm. to break my heart, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I literally wrote down, I was like, aha, uh-huh, there. A man wrote this, girl has daddy issues, that explains everything. Oh my god, there's so many things that a man wrote about this shit. Like, the idea that she's this doe-eyed idiot who just needs a man to gear her in the right fucking direction, I couldn't stand that moment. But we'll get to that. Yeah, that's true, too. That was very much the theme of this movie. The only time that she was confident in her actions was when she made a man happy. Yeah, yeah. And I respect the fact that some people live to make other people happy, and that's what makes them happy. But, with all the traumatic, disgusting things that this woman went through, I feel like we cut through a lot of that too quick for the shit. Yeah, I feel like we're seeing a part of her story in her life that is <clears throat> probably impactful for sure. She, This horrible thing happened to her, and then she had this relationship, and this dude died. But I feel like she There's, went on to live yeah. like a super interesting life That's Ruth this. Bader Ginsburg right there. That's who she ended up being. Yeah, maybe. Like, she loves hockey. She doesn't care if a man loves it or not. She's mm-hmm. going to go. Um, and then we meet the caveman. No, I'm sorry. Christian Slater, the guy who doesn't know how to speak, apparently, even though he was raised around human beings, not in the jungle by apes. I don't know. The whole thing was really weird. He how was they raised in an orphanage. Like you nobody could... wanted him because he was sick. The writer, in my opinion, felt like he was this brooding, deep... Like, himself. I'm guessing the writer who wrote this wrote himself as Christian Slater that this hot piece of woman would just be so drawn to his fucked upness to try to help him through that life. That that was his, like, weird masturbation. Like, this is what I am and this is some woman out there will love me. Bitch, fix yourself! Nobody's gonna want to do that! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Go to a therapist, bitch! What are you doing? So, like, we meet Christian Slater and he's fuddling about the dishwasher and as somebody who's worked in restaurants, the dishwasher never shuts the fuck up. Okay, a little fun fact. Well, he was standing there because his hand was cut open. Right. Oh, oh, you mean the hand that she looked at? Wow, this needs stitches, but really all it really needs is cold water and a gauze. That's a stitch. Okay, that's something else we had that just happened. She literally looked at, you're going to need stitches. Oh, it's fine. Let's get back to work. That I can't. As a... Um Watching this for the first time as an adult, I will say the serving scenes because I was a server no, they're hard in my to life. Watch. Yeah, it's hard to watch that scene. It's like Which they're coffee. They're busy, and <laughs> they sends her back to go find Christian Slater. She takes a break. It's like, girl, you have tables. You Truly. are busy, <laughs> and she's just in the back talking about Christmas trees. Yes. Well, like, in fairness, girl, he's get bleeding. Get to your table. I have definitely ignored it my tables. It stresses me out. Bleeding. 
But uh, send him home. Send him to the doctor. Yeah. Well, what the fuck are we doing? What is this? We'll just rinse it off. By the way, she just got AIDS. She's touching his bloody hands. She's probably got cuts on her hands from cut lemons or some shit. Now there's blood flipping everywhere. I'm sorry, but she got something But from that. She got He's something. fine. Nobody touches him. She touched him, his bloody hand. She helped right. rinse it off and bandaged it. That's okay. my point. Oh, you mean nobody touched him to give him the AIDS in the first yeah. place? Look at that body. Someone touched him. No. He literally said he was deprived of human contact. That sounds like a line to me. Except for the except for the nun in the wheelchair. Yeah. She loved him. They, I mean, she held him. They By all... the way, that nun, I recognized right away. That's the principal from Mighty Ducks. Shut up. <laughs> when Gordon says, can you tell me where to find these kids? She says, in detention. And he says, all of them. She says, all, all of them. them. <laughs> you think <laughs> she's a Minnesota so, actress? So I looked it up. Yes. Because that was classic. Because I was like, it's weird. She's into uh, movies. Is that what you stopped me for and said you had to look up something I wanted quick? to look something up. <laughs> I wanted to look her up. Okay. And she is a Minneapolis-based actress. Oh! And her son is one of the Hawks in Mighty Ducks. Of course. And she, if you look at her IMDb, it's a lot, all the movies she's been in are movies that were made in Minnesota. Mm. So she is... Drop Dead um, Gorgeous? Yeah, I think she was yeah. in that. It was either that or Drop Dead Is she the woman who said, friend. I couldn't even keep my damn tiara? I don't remember. I'd have mm, to relook. But that's one of my favorite movies. She is a she is a Minneapolis character actress. Her name is Claudia Wilkins, and I just would like to applaud her. Go. Good Doing you, the great work. Good for in you. Honestly, Doing great work. It. You're the reason I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> don't laugh. I meant to. I know you did. <laughs> but anyway, so I just wanted to shout her out to a, a classic Minneapolis actress and myself for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it you're so modest i love it <laughs> and next we have that scene we've already discussed yeah um yeah it was and rough. then yeah uh and then we cut to uh not okay so homeboy saves her picks her up carries her across a port uh park and then decides to stop outside her house and chill for the night. Here's some things I have. Why the fuck aren't we going to the police? Why aren't we going to the hospital to make sure she's okay? Why aren't we uh, calling her friends and family to support her in this time of need? Like, there are so many fucking sure, stupid but, decisions that the, he right. just bought, did, didn't want to deal with. Right. But I will say that... Um, he wouldn't have a story. He was, he was supporting... Well, one, because he just is dumb, not going to do anything. Okay. One, I think that's part of it. Um, he's socially awkward. That's, I think that's his problem. He's just super socially awkward. Mm. But it's not his choice to make what, what she does. It's his choice to make what to do with a body when it's unconscious. Well, yeah, no, he should have ta- taken her to urgent that, care. You know what I mean? Like, she's knocked she's out. She's knocked she out be because her head was bashed in. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And then he goes and sets her on a porch swing and, like, clunks her head down on fucking wood. Yeah. What are you doing? And it's cold. She could have froze. She could have got frostbite. And he, But he did sit and wait. Such a gentleman. Yeah. And then they don't say anything. He and just runs he, away. He doesn't he say, he if you don't runs. remember, is your head okay? I helped you last night. These two men were He's attacking never, you. But he has never spoken to her before. And we do learn that he's... A stalker. Her. He's like madly in love with her, so he's probably too scared to talk to her because he's socially awkward. And, and this is where 
so it starts to get icky now. Yeah. This is when it starts to get to the, be the show You. Okay. <laughs> That's the kinda. thing that... Yeah, kind of. Are you kidding yeah. me? The whole thing, the only thing that changed is the decade to which this bitch was written. Because right. if this was written now, the truth would be told, which means she's losing a liver. She's losing a spleen when she passes out. Because this fucker's watching her from a bush. Yeah, it's very creepy. Uh, and we'll say, uh, little Sam thought this movie was very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so gross, though? Because it was. It, it was yeah. so gross. It's so tender. Like, he loves it's her. It's so tender. He watches um, her sleep and like, she's she flattered. Like, she wakes up on... Because she's... When she has tables and is busy, she's instead rattling off in the in the back with him. Sitting on a counter. About how she loves Christmas trees, but her family only buys fake ones. She loves the and smell. And so she wakes up on Christmas, and there's a Christmas tree in her bedroom. Decorated. Decorated. With the whole nine yards. And I'm also sitting here thinking, like, from- how deep does this bitch sleep? Right. How do you, her whole family. Her whole family. A murderer could go in there and did. He took apart the Christmas tree that was downstairs, the fake one, took everything off of it and put it on the tree in her bedroom. Is that what happened? Well, she's, yeah, because remember the the stepdad wakes up and is like, what happened in the Christmas tree? And it's like bent over and there's nothing on it. Oh, I missed that part, I guess. Maybe I was ripping them apart on my notes. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so she wakes up with a Christmas tree slides out of bed she gets out of bed super weird <laughs> like every scene is how cute can we make her right right now? it's super it is so just get out of a goddamn she, bed like kneels down in front of the tree and stares at it like adoring and curls her. up and holding her knees yeah it's it like, smells, and smells. It. there's like the slow-mo of her smelling the leaf although i do um, love a pine the smell of a pine oh, is so good. Same, same, same. But I wouldn't you can negate get a the good f- candle. But. You can get somebody mm-hmm. to deliver it without sneaking into your bedroom too. True. That's true, that's true, a true. service that America provides. Yeah. Also, do you want a Christmas tree in your bedroom? That's overkill. I would love that. Um, okay. I would love to to fall asleep to that glow and the smell. Yeah. True. I, would I used love to that. I used to sleep like in the living room because I liked being there. It's so nice. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. With the lights on. Okay. I wish someone would stalk me. Right, so. I'm never that pretty, especially somebody <laughs> as fucking hot as Christian Slater. Stalk me, bitch, with that burly How chest. Could you? Would you date a dude and then he said, "So I have to tell you something. You might hate me." Okay, I first, sneak into your know, house and do you know what list? Sleep. Do you know where on my <laughs> list of fuck? What's he gonna tell me? That would be nowhere near my goddamn list of people of crazy shit people would do to me. Okay, I know I would not watching think of me that. sleeping sneaking in through my porch and having window. no idea that somebody has been breaking into your house and staring. That at That would you? terrify me and take away every little bit of security that I had. When she woke up after and found the Christmas tree in her room, she she's happy. delighted. Delighted. I Elated. was terrified. Like, as a kid, I was like, that's so romantic. If this was a mob movie, that'd be a horse head in a bed. But as an adult, I'm like, ooh, that would be ooh. creepy. And then she goes to, <laughs> she goes to go see him after, right? She brings him cookies. And as she's thanking the man for breaking into her home, he's feeding the cookies that she baked for him to, to his the dog. dog. <laughs> it's like, this is not a Did great Did you see guy. the like, face that he made she, when he bit what one? What is she falling in love with? His body. <laughs> That's got to be it. Uh, did you see it shirtless, though? Even with that scar, okay? Yeah. Okay. His body and his the voice. fact he did save her life. She's got that Jack Nicholson I fucking... wasn't finished. So sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna start telling people that that was a good thing because she's a finished. she's a lady that keeps talking and talking and talking. Am I Marissa and, Tomei? 
You are. You're a Caroline. I wish I had Accent her ass. and all. I want her lips and I want her ass. For sure. Both are For perfection. Sure. You make me feel less than. Yeah. But a lot of people do. So she keeps talking and talking and he's the first guy probably, well, probably not the first guy. The dude that dumped her in the, with the snow plow, he seems like he just didn't listen to her. But Would you? <laughs> All She's right. crazy. For sure. Christian Slater not only listens to her talk, but like likes to listen to her talk. I, could you imagine? About nothing. I, yeah. Because he's obsessed with her. There's only two men that I know of that I would do that because they're so good looking. They're right. They are. There are like two men that yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Please tell me what the difference is between a flavored protein powder and a non-flavored, because I'm riveted for 20 minutes, apparently. Right. God damn it. Just There are certain men that can just talk about the most boring things, and you're like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do listen. Intently. And blazing over. Intently. It's right. like, I never knew somebody with so big muscles could have such a big brain. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you're listening. You're not actually listening. I well, think I mean, I do what I can. Things. I try. Yeah. That's all right. I think I have um, ADD. <laughs> so when she goes to his dick. his house, which another thing is like nice the first night that she works after getting assaulted, yeah. she's scared A to walk home later. alone. Yeah. Like rightfully. Yeah, it's her younger brother. And you her have brother to be was here by two. Her brother was supposed to pick her up from work. He didn't. So then she goes and Adam, Christian Slater, walks her home. But instead of walking her home, he's like, hey, can I show you something real quick? And, and takes her to his house. Her. Yeah. Yeah, it's super, like, how is this not creepy, dude? Like, I know he's socially awkward, and we're supposed to be, like, looking past all of that, but how it... And she does get creeped out, because she's like, I'm gonna go, and she uh-huh. leaves. Yeah. And then he just... Walks the dog her. and socks But her. he stops. He, like, the dog is ready to go and follow her, and she's obviously, like, right there. Well, yeah, you and have he her stops. ten paces. Yeah, he stops and makes sure that she doesn't realize that he's following her. It's so awkward. It's so weird. And this, it's so horrific. And at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, like, nobody will ever love me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> I just want a man to stalk me. I want a man with a dog to stalk me. To break but into he's your got house a dog. and stare at you. He's got a dog, maybe. Yeah. I love dogs. I hope you find a stalker someday. Stop. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. But he's got to look like Christian Slater. There are stipulations. I was so excited when she said, can I cut your hair? I was like, ooh, I forgot about this makeover. <laughs> there was no makeover. And instead he feels her up. That was <laughs> Yeah. It In was the most so awkward. Awkward. Fucking please don't grab my he's, tit. Right, he's telling her, like, I never had physical contact. She's cutting his hair, like, oh, okay, talking away. And he just turns out and grabs her boob. Like a set four-year-old. It's not romantic in the slightest. And she's like, oh, wow. She's like, okay, let's go upstairs. (laughs) She fucks. She's like, you want a tit? I got a tit. She's into it. But she wasn't you, that into it until she saw, saw him undress in the back true. room. True, and then she was like, I need to see this. She's more. like, I like scar tissue. Mm. I'm into Ew. scar tissue. Scar tissue um, that I wish you saw. But then he just starts crying, but that's okay. Could you imagine a big bro? We, I have dealt with so many weird shit from you right now. If you start crying during sex, I don't think I can she emotionally take it. it. Yeah, I know. She, she is a lot of it. weird fucking She's issues like, herself. She's like, wow, I think he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> If that's true, 
<laughs> then I'm into every woman I have ever met because I have never gotten harder on them. You know what I mean? And I've cried around some girls, so maybe they thought, like, we y'all are know. weird. We don't know what was going on downstairs weird. with that dude, but he, she was into it. And he seemed a bit slow. So this young, this he woman did, is I just think trying he was to hit awkward. on a slow man. No, I think she was just socially, he was socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Then he's crying, but we did just hear he's never had physical contact. Not just, like, sexually, but, right. like, Emotional. growing up as a child. Like, he wasn't held by anybody. Until a certain age, though. Well, the nun did in the wheelchair, but that's it. Okay, wow, well, you're so judging a nun in a wheelchair real hard right here. Well, I just wanted to point out, I don't know why they decided to make her be in a wheelchair. That's a whole separate story. <laughs> so random. Representation matters. <laughs> like, she's carried the, the fainted boy. Like, Acting like she's panting. Like, but she's being like pushed. Don't not, do that. Somebody's pushing you. Pushing Truly. This boy. It was such a weird decision to make because we know she's not in a wheelchair. But representation. Anyways. But. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 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 So he finally gets this physical contact and it makes him cry. And her response is, I think I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> I'm going to be alone forever because I miss these <laughs> subtle hints. <laughs> oh, he's crying. He must really like me. <laughs> what kind of relationships has she had her whole life where she's like, wow, we are connecting oh right now. <laughs> um, It's so good. But because she literally does say next. I think I wrote it down. <laughs> I'm gonna fall in love with you. You don't have to love me back. She said that? That's what she whispers to him while he's crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's and crazy too, though. <laughs> like, she's crazy too. She's like the kind of person who forgot to take the meds. And she, okay, she's, I don't know. She, to me, ugh. I just wish that at that point when she said, you don't have to love me back. Um, because that's what she's used to. No man ever loves her back, right? She has daddy issues. Oh, okay. Um, I keep forgetting that. Right. No man loves her. I just wish she would have like looked up and said, oh, I'm stalking you. <laughs> 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 Definitely in love with you, man. Don't even know you. <laughs> Already love you. <laughs> Honestly, though, if I had that booty, I bet you I'd have a stalker, too. Is that too soon to bring up? Is that gross? Yeah. Why? Um, so uh, when she goes to bring him the cookies that he thinks are disgusting and feeds to his dog. Um, <laughs> she says they are a bit sweet. I'm like, no, you forgot the fucking frosting. <laughs> it's a sugar cookie. We don't know what kind of cookie. There's maybe no sugar in them. We don't know what happened to them. She literally said there was a lot of sugar in those. Well, he didn't like them and he fed them to the dog. <laughs> He's like, I only like ice cream. <laughs> yeah. He had <laughs> weird obsession cream. with ice cream in yeah. the winter. No, he's yeah. eating ice cream in the fucking winter in Minnesota. I said it. Oh, I do. I go to Dairy Queen. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm from Minnesota. That's what we do. Bitch, me too. But our Dairy Queen closed during the winter. Huh. Yeah, it was not open. Cool. Well, in the land of plentiful Minneapolis, you, s- can, you can find a year-round Dairy Queen. Wow. We have them. You city kids sure have everything. I know. We got it all. Yeah, I want for you nothing. You got it. You got it all. Um... 
But so when Mm -hmm. she's in his apartment, like really, she had been there before, but thought he was a creep and so left. I still think Um, that. I still think that too, for sure. And I still want it. What? But she goes back. Instead of thinking it's less creepy that he broke into her house, she finds it endearing and goes to his apartment. (sighs) And so he plays her music, his magic record. The creepiest fucking music. It's like in the movie The Skeleton Key, when she puts on the record. And that old creepy voodoo is what kills people. That's what it reminds me of. It's the song from Moulin Rouge. Yeah, oh, I know. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. It's that song. But that's not a romantic song. It's creepy AF. Well, I feel like that's the message of this movie. This movie has a lot in common with Moulin Rouge, actually. They have, like, like the one dude's obsessed with the other person. Ewan McGregor Mm -hmm. is obsessed with Nicole Kidman. They start a relationship. Ewan McGregor did break into her house, also like that, and one of them dies, and at the end of the movie, they have to learn, oh, spoiler, one of them dies. Ah. Um, (laughs) We have to, like, the message in the movie was, like, the greatest thing that could have happened to these people is love, and Mm -hmm. they learned from it. Mm -hmm. Now they're evolved. What do you think she learned from it? Because right at the funeral, she was laughing. I guess we all happy. do a grief difference. She's but. not crying because it's over. She's smiling because it happened. Mm-hmm. And she's more appreciative of her best friend now. Which, Rosie Perez is a shitty friend. Let's divulge into that. Let me tell you why. Because finally, after Homeboy gets stabbed, Rosie Perez and her are having like a true intimate discussion when she divulges to her that they tried to rape her. Oh, that's before he gets stabbed. Oh, you're when right. When they're ice that night, that's, yeah, yeah. When, that's when she tells Rosie but hold that on. she's dating this she, dude. She said, I'm dating him. He saved me, and we've fallen in love, basically. Mm-hmm. And Rosie Press was like, well, what are we going to do? We're supposed to double date. And apparently Marissa told me, I was like, you know what? You're right. I have to do this double date I like that. that I didn't know about until Wait, three seconds ago. But I like ago. before that they're ice skating, and she's like, ready to tell her best friend that she's seeing this guy mm-hmm. that Rosie Press thinks is dead. And I mean, this is her best friend. She knows her whole dating history. They talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and before she gets to the rape part of, like, that, like, he saved my life, um, she's like, I just really like him and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're, we're perfect for each other. He doesn't make sense. I don't make sense. Together we make sense. Um, that line. Mm-hmm. And... So she's, like, opening up, and Rosie was like, oh, man, she really is into this, like, Christian Slater dude. And <laughs> she's, like, listening and happy for her friend, and then she says, I mean, you don't have to settle for this guy. There's other dudes <laughs> that will like you. And she's still, no matter everything that Marissa Tomei just told her, all she's, like, oh, she's, like, desperate, and this is the only man that she thinks will ever love her. But <laughs> so she- that's why she, like, thinks... She doesn't think that this is a real relationship still. But she also ignores the fact that she was just sexually assaulted. Oh, yeah. And then she hears that. And she's like, oh, my God, that's the most insane thing. But shoot, we have to go on this double date because I promise a dude you don't know. And because it's Marissa Tomei, the only, well, the character, the only thing she does is to try to make a man happy. Like, Rosie Perez acted like, well, we promised men, so we we have to deal with it. Yeah. No! No! But the dude's dad owns a hardware store. (laughs) I had somebody do the same weird kind of like power trip with me once. He kept saying that his parents knew the owner of a Lexus dealership. I'm like, bitch, your parents aren't even the owners. Why are you bragging about this? He's like, well, I can get a good deal on a car. I'm like thinking, 
This is our like first date. This is the most uncomfortable yeah, flex I think I've ever been in. That's yeah, no, truly, it was the most awkward thing. Flex. Get this though, too. On the way to our date, he is late AF, so I leave. He calls me, come back, I'm here, I'm sorry, I had car issues. Would you please come back because I made it all this way? So blah, he blah. needs to buy a car. No, no. I get there, I go back because I'm desperate and want a dick. And he goes, I was driving on the freeway. And either people didn't pass me or they flew by me. So I thought, wow, that's weird. Something must be happening. So I feel like there's sparks flying from under my car. So then he drove in a circle. No, there was nothing. He called and got his car towed because he was worried there could have been something wrong. But nothing was. He was just a slow fucking driver that nobody passed or passed. Huh. Truly crazy. I call him the gay Vulcan because he has no emotions. He was just very weird. He goes, what You know what he reminds me of? Huh? Christian Slater in Untamed Heart. <laughs> he does. He even talked like this guy goes, you know what I like to do in my free time? I like to look up words and see if there are any other meanings for those words. I didn't know. And I'm like looking hmm. at him like, how did I get you in my mouth? What happened? What decision did I make? How did you meet this guy? How did he follow every you weird home every day? Oh no, I was never that pretty. Internet. Oh, we don't know because you broke up with him first. Oh, we don't know because I don't know if people are following me because Christian Slater was really good at it. Yeah, <gasps> this dude could be breaking into your house. Wow, that's that's love. I hope he listens. To I'm this Twitter painted. Now he's gonna hear it and be like, oh, well, I'm found out. Now I can wake him up. I don't remember his name. I just remember we called him the Gay Vulcan. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Don't admit that. He's he's listening. I forced him out before my roommate got up so nobody would see what I just did. Oh, <laughs> Charlie. I lied about having an interview just to get him out. I gotta go. Nice. It was awkward. He nice. just wouldn't leave. He's probably worried about his car. I can't with you. I can't with you. So, uh, Marissa goes to his house to give him the cookies that he doesn't like. And he's playing record for her. Oh, God, yeah. And he tells her this story of, like, because she's seen that he has, like, a huge scar. And he tells her the story of being an orphan, of his mom dying when he Mm -hmm. was born, and his dad getting killed by a baboon for stealing rubies. And then the baboon learns that the reason the dad was stealing rubies is because his son was sick. So the baboon gives Christian Slater his heart. But that's so beautiful. That nun had a great <clears throat> storytelling she and should did. be writing children's books. She Right. She told him this like sweet story. and That would be a fucking movie that I would watch. It's, it's like, right, because I pictured his dad to be Indiana Jones. Oh my God. So, um, Harrison Ford. Forever. Right? Hot. Mm. Um, or Isaac, Isaac, Oscar Isaacs would be good too at that one. Sure. Anyway. Um. So, Marissa Tomei's like wrapped up in the story because he's telling it really well, and it's he's pretty. great. Yeah, yeah, he's got great cheekbones. So like the story's going and well. Great. Um, hair. and it's raining outside, so it's like romantic, even though it's raining in December. Um, yeah, that was in weird. Minnesota, which is very weird. Very weird. It'd be sleet. Yeah, right? It was so weird. Mm-hmm. It was no weird slush that they like, went with, like, that was the mood they were going for, and then they just don't bring it up. I thought it was just a mistake. Like, well, we're going to shoot this day, and it's... Wait. I thought we were actually, filming in Seattle. Fuck. You could tell they're filming in, like, May or something. Right. They're filming in the spring There's time. no they're not, winter. They're not yeah. filming in deep winter. No, no. they are not. Um, so I thought it was a mistake, but no, it was a conscious... They have, like, the rain sounds during the scene. <laughs> it's so weird. It was it's so weird. A decision. 
And she says, like, that's cute. That's a cute story. And he, like, looks at her like, what? What? Like, so the nun He's told like, you that story? That's cute. That's so cute. Do people Excuse believe me? that? And he, Do like, people <laughs> believe? I was like, this bitch is cold. And he looks so, like, he got stabbed in the stomach. Which he did later. He done. He done. <laughs> um, he looked so heartbroken. I'm surprised he didn't break it off with her at that point. He was so upset. Wouldn't you be if everything you know is a lie and that nobody ever touched you? Yeah, see? He's so if so nobody ever touched you, kind of living that life right now. But <laughs> nobody's lying to me. Right. You don't think that you have a baboon heart? No. And that your dad was an adventurer that got murdered by monkeys? No. But that'd be cool. By Rafiki, no less. Oh my Isn't God, Rafiki that'd be so a baboon? fucking cool. He is a baboon. Yeah. Yikes. <clears throat> Yikes! I wonder if uh, he died before The Lion King came out. God, that sucks for him. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> such an idiot. Why not wait it out a little bit? You're <laughs> so extra. So they, like, fall madly in love um, because he gets stabbed and... They, well, not because he gets stabbed, but he gets stabbed, and then after that is the montage of, like, we're so in love, we're so happy. Um, but she goes to, like, see him in the hospital, and the doctor tells her everything, because he's like, well, he doesn't have any other family members, so I'll just yeah. tell this girl that's obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. And Rode in with him, though, on the yeah, ambulance. Yeah, for sure. So. And he, yeah. she's like, it's... Like, he gonna be okay? He got stabbed. Like, deep. That kills people in 1917. You know? Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> 1917. You are so actually... <laughs> Great movie, though. Great movie. Horrible year. Great movie. Rough year. Rough year. Um, but the doctor's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stabbing, fine. It's totally fine. He is gonna die if he doesn't get a heart transplant. Yeah. So that it's like, well, how, when is that gonna happen? Well, that's a tricky question. Okay. When's Mr. that going to happen? What do you? Th- when do you think that's going to happen? Like, do you have a? Do I would. I wish you would have said. Do you have, have a balloon? Right. And then he's like, "Well, I don't want to lose his heart because what if I don't love you the same way?" I'm like, "This is why." Yeah, so that and then Betsy DeVos should not be next, in charge of education. Right. That's the next romantic scene that he leaves the hospital. Yeah. To go see her, and she's like, "You need to get a heart transplant. I don't want to lose you." And he's like, "If I get a heart transplant, I won't love you anymore." She. <laughs> I don't want to say this out. Which, I'm, how do I kid, say this? As a kid, when he Romantic. said that, I was like, oh, oh, you touched beautiful. me. That is so nice. But I also thought Anakin telling Natalie Portman about like the sand or whatever was romantic too. So I don't know. <laughs> That's Skewed. something we don't need to repeat. <laughs> like, I want to say that she's kind of a predator for seeing this half naked man. It's like, yeah, I'm going to hit it because he's obviously slow. He's but he's stalking her too. Slow. Well, I know, but then I'm like, man, maybe she's the victim because she is just all these men just keep attacking her from every which way, whether they want to rape her or whether they want to watch her while she sleeps and take away every aspect of security that she has. All I keep thinking is this is this if this is what it's like to live as a woman in the 90s. I don't know how Fiona Apple did it. Okay, mm-hmm. she came out with yeah. I just I'm not doing that. But yes, I'm so glad I'm not a woman. Yeah, thank you. It's hard. It's hard out here. I can't believe, man. Yeah, because men don't treat me like that. And that's a good thing. And, and like, you know. I will say, uh, I, it takes a special lady to fall in love with a stalker. Yeah? It takes this lady in this movie. Yeah. 
It's rough. I don't know, like, <clears throat> sure, Christian Bale's pretty or whatever, but I'm with Rosie Perez. Like, I do him, but sure, wish he was But this dumb. guy's dad like, owns an hardware <laughs> store. She wasn't dating that guy. That was her friend's. Right, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, you're going to take Rosie Perez's film. But she, like, no, because rightfully so, like, he's not, he's socially awkward. Sure. He and stalks, I love a social awkward dude, especially do. when they're attractive. They're like my favorite combination. I love a socially awkward dude. You do love that. I do not. I don't think if a dude told me like, oh, so there's something I tell you, I break into my apartment mm-hmm. or break into your apartment and watch you sleep. I'd be like, I'm moving. I'm changing names. <laughs> I'm joining the witness protection program. That's Can terrifying. you just join that though? <clears throat> no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you can. Okay. I think you would start by going to a goddamn police officer, which wasn't done sure in this whole fucking story. Way. No, she does. After he gets stabbed, then she goes to the police. She didn't go to the police. The police were called by her co-workers. Oh, right. In her fucking head, nothing can happen as long as there's feelings being felt. Because this dude dies in her car and she doesn't speed off to the fucking hospital. <laughs> she just sits there and accepts that moment. He could have been saved. He had brain dead yet. He went like a couple blocks to get to your house. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they were pretty close to the hospital too. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm, <laughs> They were real close. They could have made it there. Because she is the kind of basic bitch who saw his death as about her. He wanted to spend his last life and, and breath with me you know what i mean like she is just so full of somebody loving her and so conceited that it doesn't matter the fact that he could be saved that's why their loved work though is because (laughs) all she wanted was to be loved and like for somebody to be obsessed with her and love her and that was him he Mm -hmm. was obsessed with her weirdly so but she loved that she needed a man that was like i i you know what they do make sense because he was a creepo, mm-hmm. and that's what she wanted in her life. She, she wanted, wanted somebody to be obsessed Watch with her. Watch me while I'm sleeping. Thank you. She loved... She was into it. Pick up my Christmas tree. I think they're heavy. Yeah. And I will... Cry okay. in my arms. A little Love sidebar. It. Most of the fashion in this show could be used today. Yeah, her outfit. The sweaters, cute. even the men's sweaters were on point. Yeah. Uh, even the mom jean with that red top, I was kind of here for that right now. Yeah. Uh, you just have to match that it with like a modern cute. moment, I think, like yeah. accessories. But like every little, like insane, how that era either hit it or flopped it. Yeah, no, you know? the clothes worked in this movie. Yeah, they it was did. weird that I have noticed, but I was like, okay, except for the whole sexist like cafe out uniform. Yeah, I didn't love sure. that journey. Um. So then also we're getting to the end here on it's his birthday and he she gets him a scarf and a surprise. Cow surprise. And the surprise is a hockey game. Was it hockey game? The North Stars. Bow, bow, bow. The North Stars. I, I got so excited. I love to go to a hockey game. I'm not going to follow it on the side. I'm not going to watch on the fucking TV. And I'm not going to listen to it on the goddamn radio. But, like, when you're at a hockey game, there's always things going on on the ice. It's not boring, like, football or basketball, football or baseball. Because there's always something happening. They switch teams. They keep it fucking moving. They keep the ice flowing. I'm love, here for it. I do. I and love the hockey game. men. I love going to hockey games. Oof, the hockey men. Do you want to go? Uh, depends on the price. All right. Because it's still a sporting event. I went to a hockey game uh, last year because I live in Los Angeles. We don't have ice. And they, this is where the Ducks play, the Mighty Ducks. Uh, That's right. Who did you go see? I went to go see the Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks, 
play the Hawks. The Hawks, the you Chicago guys! Chicago Blackhawks. I was like, it's Doug versus Hawks, man. <laughs> she quacked. I was... Yeah, I did. She I was quacked. waiting. I was flying waiting for v. the flying V. Ario. I kept telling them to do the flying V. They didn't listen to me. That's so rude. Nobody even acknowledged the movie at all. The whole time like, you were what? there. Like, why am I alone in this? You're like, so it's much. the ducks and the hawks, you guys. Do you remember the cartoon? Yeah, I do. I loved that cartoon yeah. and the badass like beak. Mask mm-hmm. that they wore. I'm here for that journey. And isn't that their mascot face now that they use for like the real? Yeah, they moved away from being like the movie, and now they're just like their colors are different, their logos different. They used to, they were originally the Mighty Ducks because of the movie because Disney owned the. Um, are you being the serious? Team. Yeah, I'm serious. Oh my god! Disney that's bought insane. a hockey team that's and psychotic. named it after the movie. That's, that's psychotic. Why, um, in D two, when they reveal reveal their yeah. new uniforms, those were the the hockey teams' uniforms and colors. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would so have freed like cross, some whales for free Willy. You know what I mean? They did. Could free you imagine if they created a fuck? Well, because yeah, they were obligated to. <laughs> Because they were guilted into by all the fans who were like, what the fuck are you doing, Disney's? Did you not notice the moral of your story? But uh, they wouldn't be insane if they like opened a SeaWorld because of Free Willy. It's like, look, they're going to come. <laughs> I think they missed a huge opportunity. I do. Well, they uh, they bought a hockey team. Much less liability <laughs> than buying a SeaWorld. Which... Not what if it's movie. like a rescue moment? You know what I mean? It's only that helping. That would be nice. Look, we'll get into that when we do Free Willy. I could talk about that all day. We're not going to talk Willy? about it right now. I've seen so many movies for this um, time. So they go to the hockey game. Love that scene. Loved it. It's a classic early 90s Minnesota movie if you have the North Stars in it. Okay. I will say the way they told the story with their weird looking at each other and then looking away moments... If I saw somebody doing that IRL, I would think someone's about to get stabbed or someone is setting someone else up because it is nobody does that. When they're at the game. Yeah, Marissa Tomei is trying to look at him, enjoy the game, and he's just like having these like weird like facial expressions. Then he notices her and they kind of look away in this like late in the tramp moment. It was just here's why. This is a beautiful moment for his birthday. She it's a surprise. She takes him and Mm -hmm. um, this is his big birthday present. At no point in this entire movie has he ever mentioned to her any interest in hockey. Right. Never. She talks about it. He never talks about liking hockey, caring about hockey, wanting to go to a hockey game. Nothing about him screams, I would like to go to a Mm -hmm. hockey game. He just says, you know what I would like. And it's like... That sucks for him. Right. I get it. As, like, I would be pissed if I was tricked into that. And if somebody made me go to a baseball game, I would fucking kill you. Right? If you well, tricked no, me to a I baseball mean, game, I do, suck it. I do enjoy going to games, but, like, not a, like, for my birthday, right. you're going to surprise Could me with a game that you want to go to. <laughs> and she's like, you don't even know she what is- a power play is. And he's like, oh, I like, I like it when you explain it to me. And I was like, I know firsthand what it means to... Pre- pretend to like sports he is pretending to like sports 100%. that is something i love it when you explain sports to me mm-hmm. <laughs> you only say that to somebody that you're like interested in she, and this is another example of everything she does is about herself yeah everything, everything the he, gifts everything he does is about her so is selfless and about someone else i mean kind of selfless he does stalk her <laughs> quite a bit but yes <laughs> 
So they never also talk about the fact that he needs to take it easy and not stress out. And his not part. fuck and go to games where they all cheer yes, and excited and, and, and eat hot dogs are and clog those arteries. Uh-huh. He dies. He dies after the hockey game. Mm-hmm. It was too much for him. You know, like that scene in um, Revenge of the Sith where um, Natalie Portman dies of a broken heart. Yeah. Christian Slater died because he got too excited at a hockey mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and he dies. And he just she just lets him sit in the car and cries. He dies. I was wondering like why they did a little scene of her buying a car. Because I was like, she like used her step-parents' car. There was never really... Well, I guess she wanted a ride home at night. But they never talk about like her wanting to save up to buy a car or anything I think like it was that. Just and then they just passing. go buy a car yeah. and it's like, cool, well he can't drive and <laughs> <laughs> He can barely speak, let alone read road signals, okay? Like, come on. <laughs> but then it was like the end, like it became important because he died in that car. And because they have a picture of them buying it. Mm. They had to build memories together. Yeah. Before they took it out. What if that was all like within a month? Like buying cars or all this celebration. I think it all was. And I gotta say this. I hate that fucking couple. Because you're sitting in a circle. Y'all playing cards with your friends. Get the fuck up off his lap. Why are you making out in front of all your goddamn friends? That's so gross and rude. Because they were in love. I don't care. Being loved is not on each other's laps in front of everybody. I well, just, they basically hooked oh, up no, at the hockey game. So it didn't, uh, truly, that make out seem like there are children here, ladies, and the gays are the problem? Fuck you. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, and it wasn't even a hot hockey player that was making out with him. It was a girl. You know. It's so rude. The, um, the North Stars got traded after this movie got made, and that, <laughs> and that hockey arena got torn down to build Mall of America. Ah, yes. Actually, a parking lot for Mall of America. It's not And a baseball even. field. The baseball field got torn you down. You can there. actually <laughs> see the home plate still in Mall of America. They have a plaque. They also have the chair on up on the wall. Yeah. It's yeah. like above the um, the log chute. Because that is, is quintessential Minnesota. That's where they got the... Giving um, a fuck about baseball. That's where he caught the base... Or that's where the person caught the baseball. That was the home run where they won the World Series in 87 or something. Mm. I think. Don't quote me on it. All right, yeah, so this movie. I watched this movie a lot as a kid. Thought it was romantic. I saw it twice, and if I can be honest with you, this is a horrible thing. But remember, a lot of testosterone and hormones are going at that age for me. When the guy started taking off his clothes at the beginning of the rape scene, I was a little turned on to that. When you were a kid? When I was a kid, yeah. I was like, why is he undressing? I'm here for this journey. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, it wasn't a good thing. It's not a good oh, thing, no. but I remember like, okay. <laughs> What's, what are we doing, fellas? And then also we see Christian Slater shirtless. I'm like, oh my God. this is great. <laughs> I honestly could barely remember what the movie was about, but I remember some dick. Because oh this God. is horrible, but I remember when I was a kid, he took off his shirt and he had that tie and the button on up there. I'm like, ooh, are we taking the tie off too? And he started going for the tie. I'm like, yeah! Oh, no. <laughs> it's not good. It's not oh, good. No, Charlie. I know, but like. That's worse than me thinking this movie was romantic. <laughs> At least I found the actual reality of the show, that that awfulness is happening when I was into it. But, uh, yeah, no. All I remembered about this movie was that the dude had a baboon heart. He saved her life. It was in Minneapolis. Loved it. It was romantic. (laughs) I got it. 
I was here for it. Yeah, I remember I was weirdly turned Well, I didn't really remember being turned on. I didn't remember it until I physically watched it now, because I obviously haven't seen this movie since I was a kid, because mm-hmm. it's like splash good. <laughs> it's, spe- it's splash quality. I said it. Although that yeah, one, best writing. It did. It won an Oscar. I feel like uh, this wasn't nominated for anything. Uh, the, the writer, though, can you guess the name of his other movie he wrote? What? The Girl Who Invented Kissing. Ah. That was All in right. 2017. Hmm. All right. Good for him. Still yeah. doing things. Yeah. Well, he's a stuntman, an actor, and a writer. Look, this is not a terrible movie. It's There's good qualities good. for it. I'll probably watch it again at some point in my life. <laughs> but you own it. <laughs> I own it on DVD. Yes. Um, though DVDs are basically obsolete. Um, if it's if I turn on the TV and it was on, I would watch it. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I just it's dumb. It's not. It does not hold up. It's, it's just a got little Christian weird. Slater, it's sexually weird. confused, crying in some titties. You Which know, was I, I was would never, do that too. I was never into Christian Slater. No. No. Mm. But I also was like very young when this when I first saw this movie, and they were just adults like, yeah. to me. Like, yeah, there well, was nothing. I loved rape, apparently. So, well, you are older than me. So, what year was this came out this. again? This came out in ninety three. Ninety three. So I was nine. Oh, yeah, I was six. Okay, we don't have to do math right now. <laughs> so I was a kid, so I did not like at right. that when I was six. I was I had, also a kid. Is my I had point. A crush on, like, <laughs> I'm over here like right me in Home Alone. Uh, um, Macaulay McCulkin. Yeah, I called I him that until about what four years ago. Macaulay McCulkin. You still do. You yeah, still do. it comes out. Um, he'd be a fun one to meet. I know. I've met, met him. him. I know. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. New Year's party. Yeah, he wished me a happy New Year's. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. I also moment. met Andrew Keegan. He told me he loved me. That's fun. It was a beautiful moment. Nobody's ever said they love me. I just needed me a JTT, man. Then my 90s trifecta is complete. Los Felices right there. I went to that grocery store when... Ah, Lord- this is when we stop recording, bitch. You are Christian Slatery. <laughs> no! Run, JTT! Run! <laughs> Maybe he'd be into it. <laughs> She's into it. Maybe JT oh. would be like, okay. Wow, sweet. you are Christian Slater. <laughs> wow. I will also say, just to give a random human being out there a heads up, nobody specifically, but uh, Devin Sawa run. <laughs> Devin Sawa is married with children. Uh, so is JTT. No, he's not. You don't know anything about his life now. He's married with kids. No. How do you know that? You don't know Google? that. No, Charlie, guarantee you, you do not know that. Because you don't know that? He's Because I don't know that, so you for <laughs> sure don't know it. Because he, there's, he doesn't pop up a lot in the news anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But isn't he married Leonardo with kids? I guess he is married with two kids. That's Devin Sawa. Two girls. You're pulling this out of somewhere, but it's not JTT. I'm Girl, I'm putting it on my ass because nobody else is going near there right now. Okay, <laughs> you got to give us some attention somewhere. Whether it's conversation right. or a fist, let's do it. Not <laughs> so much. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on our first uh, 80s Babies After Dark. The rape scenes we shouldn't have seen when we were kids. Uh, please tweet at us at 80s Babies Cinema. Mm-hmm. Sam, I love you. Yeah, great. I loved this movie. Um, Again, yet another person who doesn't love me. I hope you enjoy it. Oh no, do you have daddy issues? (laughs) No, don't say daddy. That's weird. (laughs) I like that. That's what it's like to be a woman. Oh, look. 
everything gets If Marissa Tomei in this movie is the example of being a woman in the 90s, I hope we've changed. I hope we've changed so much <laughs> as a society. Y'all deserve so much better than to uh, 4 o'clock in the morning get saved by your stalker. Yeah. Yeah. That's your love story. Feel that. What's better, that or we met on Tinder? Bitch, I'll take Tinder, okay? <laughs> What's better, grinder or Tinder? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. We do love you all. And welcome back. We missed you. And you missed us. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <sighs>